welcome to the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. My name is Fran Dargaville and I'm a functional nutritionist with a passion for gut health and real food. I'm here to share my take on nutrition and health, answer your questions and chat with leading health and wellness experts and all-round inspiring humans. Enjoy this week's episode and submit your questions at frandargaville.com or via my Instagram, frandargaville. This podcast is brought to you by my new program, High Vibe and Gut Healthy. If you're ready to get to the root cause of frustrating gut issues, this program is for you. I have a range of options from an affordable self-study course to a VIP program with a high level of personalized support. Head to frandargaville.com forward slash high vibe to learn more and use the code podcast at checkout to get $50 off any of the program options. Let's get into the episode. Hello, hello, it's Fran here and I'm really excited to be chatting with you today all about the top nutrient-dense superfoods that you need to be adding into your diet. But before we get into that, I just want to reflect quickly on some wins from my incredible one-on-one clients. Just in the last week, I had one client share that she lost five kilos and has kept it off. And that wasn't through anything extreme at all. We really just introduced some supplements and made some small, gradual shifts with nutrition and lifestyle habits. Another client shared that she's feeling so much better after struggling with long COVID. She has much more energy and she's feeling less bloated. And another awesome client shared that her painful bloating has reduced so much and she's sleeping much better. I'm feeling a huge amount of gratitude for the awesome people I get to work with and Also, to be able to guide people and see really profound changes in their lives. It is super, super rewarding. I bloody love what I do and I just love that I get to do this every day. If you are looking for support with your health, I would absolutely love to help you. Head to my website, frandargaville.com forward slash high vibe to learn more about my different program options. Or if you'd like to have a little bit of a chat with me first, send me a DM on Instagram. My Insta name is just my name, Fran Dargaville. Now, let's get chatting about the top nutrient-dense superfoods you need to be eating. I think these days in the health world, there's such a massive focus on supplements. I love supplements and I pretty much always use them in my work with clients. But when it comes to getting the key vitamins and minerals we need from our diet, We can actually get most, if not all, of what we need to be healthy from the food we eat. And not all vitamins are created equal. The natural form of a vitamin is different to the synthetic form of vitamins found in supplements. Our bodies recognize the natural forms of these vitamins and know exactly what to do with them. The synthetic forms, on the other hand, are usually not as easily absorbed, and in some cases, they may actually have adverse effects. And that is why a nutrient-dense diet is super powerful. And also, if you want to focus on supplements, it can really help to focus on whole foods-based supplements, like some of the things I'm going to mention in this episode. When it comes to healthy eating, I think there's a lot of focus on what to avoid, like refined sugar and vegetable oils, 
and not so much focus on the real nutrient-dense, game-changing foods. You could just eat salad and chicken every single day, and this would be considered healthy, but you would be missing key nutrients if you were surviving on chicken and salad alone. So we don't want to just focus on avoiding those potentially harmful foods. We do, of course, we want to think about, you know, what's healthy, but we also want to think about which foods are jam-packed with nutrients. And we also want to be sure to get diversity. We want a variety of veggies and fruit and a variety of protein sources. And we also want to mix up the healthy fats we eat as well. Now, let's get into chatting about superfoods. I kind of feel like the word superfood has been messed with over the last decade or so. It's been used to describe all sorts of foods like kale and acai when these foods aren't really superfoods. They're more just popular or trendy and the media loves to jump on these trends and position them as superfoods. So what actually is a superfood? I see superfoods as foods that are particularly beneficial to our health, usually because they contain high levels of specific vitamins and minerals or some sort of compound that can be maybe difficult to obtain from food. I see a lot of nutritional deficiencies in my practice, particularly deficiencies in iron, B vitamins and vitamin D. And these nutritional deficiencies can impact our energy levels, our immunity, they increase our susceptibility to anxiety and other mental health challenges, and so much more. When it comes to actually getting good levels of these key nutrients, there are two things to consider. One, are you getting enough of that nutrient from the food you eat? For example, if you have an iron deficiency, are you eating enough iron-rich foods, like red meat, for example. And the second question, are you actually able to digest and absorb these nutrients from your food? In some cases, you may be getting enough of that nutrient. So with the iron example, you may be eating plenty of iron-rich foods, but you could have low stomach acid. And that means you're not able to properly break down your food and actually utilize and absorb that iron. So, Those key questions to ask again, are you eating enough nutrient-dense foods and do you have the stomach acid and enzymes needed to digest and absorb those important nutrients? Now, let's get into the top nutrient-dense superfoods. First on the list, we have fatty fish like mackerel, sardines and salmon. Fatty fish are great sources of fat-soluble vitamins like vitamin D And this is huge because around 30% of Aussies are deficient in vitamin D and around 40% of Americans are. Fatty fish also contain omega-3 fatty acids. And there is a lot of research about the benefits of fatty fish and omega-3s. Studies show that these omega-3 fatty acids found in fatty fish are really good for brain health. They may help reduce depression They can reduce the risk of certain autoimmune diseases and can even help improve sleep quality. So ideally, you want to get in some sort of fatty fish twice a week. If you don't eat fish or you don't eat much of it, then consider supplementing with cod liver oil or a quality fish oil. 
When eating fish, we do want to be mindful of mercury content. The good thing is that fatty fish like salmon, mackerel, sardines and herring are low in mercury, so it is safe to eat them regularly. If you can get wild-caught fish, then I would recommend that over-farmed fish because it's healthier for you and it's healthier for the planet as well. Farmed fish are usually fed on things like corn and soy, which is really not what they're meant to be eating. And farmed salmon is actually dyed pink. But if you can't access or afford wild-caught, that is absolutely fine because you're still going to be getting those beneficial omega-3s by eating farmed fish. Next on the list is grass-fed butter and ghee. You might still be thinking that butter is bad for you, but butter and ghee, which is clarified butter, are rich in fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K. Plus, butter contains butyric acid, which fuels the cells in the gut lining. So if you tolerate dairy, then I highly recommend adding in some grass-fed butter into your diet. It's important that it is grass-fed because that way it's going to be the most nutrient-dense. And you can easily just find grass-fed butter in pretty much any supermarket these days. If you're lactose intolerant or don't tolerate dairy, ghee has minimal to no lactose. So you may actually find that you can tolerate ghee. I reckon it tastes awesome and it is a great way to get a lot of those same benefits as you would from eating butter. The next superfood is oysters, which are high in zinc, B12, vitamin D, iron, selenium, copper, and omega-3 fatty acids. I'm actually not a fan of the taste of oysters, so if you're like me and you're not into them, you can actually get them in a capsule form. But if you eat some of these other superfoods like fatty fish and liver regularly, then you're going to be getting a lot of these same nutrients anyway, and it's probably not necessary to supplement. The fourth superfood is liver, which is a great source of vitamin A, B vitamins, iron, copper, and choline. A lot of people are concerned about overdoing vitamin A, but in my experience, most people aren't actually getting anywhere near enough. But you can always check in with your practitioner or your doctor if that's something you're worried about. So to get liver in, you can eat it. Maybe you like pate. I love pate. Or you can use liver in cooking. And some butchers these days will add liver or other organs to mince. This is an awesome way to get them in because if you make something like a bolognese, you won't even know it's there. And if that's already way too much and you're not quite ready to eat organs in your bolognese, then you can supplement with liver in capsule form. I often do this with clients who are low in iron and it is such a game changer. The only thing to consider with liver is if you have iron overload or hemochromatosis, then you're probably going to want to steer clear or just have it very infrequently. Number five is bone broth, which is packed with minerals and also contains gelatin, which is really soothing and nourishing for the gut lining. You can either make your own broth really easily, either with leftover bones, like if you roast a chicken, you can use all the scraps, or you can get bones from your butcher. Or if you're after a more convenient option, then you can go for a broth concentrate 
in either a powder or a paste form. There's some great ones available here in Australia from Jevity and Neutral Organics. And you don't have to sip on a cup of broth either if you're not into that. You can just use it to cook rice or soups or stews. And you can also sneak a little bit in smoothies as well. Next on the list is seaweed. Now, seaweed is an awesome source of iodine, which is needed for proper thyroid function. I see a lot of clients with an underactive thyroid. So if that's you, or if it's something you suspect, then I definitely consider adding this in. You can use nori sheets to make sushi or get dulse flakes, which you can simply just sprinkle over meals. Next, we have egg yolks. And I'm talking specifically about the yolks here, not the whites. The whites are mainly protein. They're not really nutrient dense. The yolks are nutrient dense. They're rich in nutrients like vitamin A, riboflavin, B12, folate, iron, and selenium. The research also shows a lot of benefits for egg yolks like reduced inflammation, increased metabolism as well, which helps with weight loss. And... Egg yolks are a great source of choline, and most people aren't getting enough choline. Getting adequate choline in pregnancy is especially important because it helps the baby's brain and spinal cord develop properly and can also protect the baby against neural tube defects. So eat your egg yolks. Don't go for those egg white omelettes or the egg whites in the carton. I can't believe I used to have those back in the day and even chuck out the beautiful egg yolks. So I'm all about the yolks these days, you guys. Now, because you know I'm all about gut health, I have two honorable mentions here. These foods don't contain nutrients so much like the other foods I've mentioned, but they're still really powerful and beneficial for our health. And they are fermented foods and prebiotic foods. I've spoken about these a lot on the podcast, so I'm not going to go into too much detail here. But briefly, fermented foods are beneficial for our gut bacteria and also help stimulate our digestive juices so we can break down our food really well. Some of my favorite fermented foods are sauerkraut, kimchi, and beet kvass. And you can make these or you can find them in your local health food store. And prebiotics feed your good gut bugs to help them multiply. Examples of prebiotics include stewed green apples, sweet potato, and onion and garlic. If you eat a variety of fruits and veggies, you'll probably naturally be getting in plenty of these prebiotics. So that about wraps it up. I'm going to quickly run through that list of superfoods in case you want to take note of any of them. Number one, fatty fish like mackerel, sardines, and salmon. Number two, grass-fed butter and ghee. Number three, oysters. Number four is liver. Number five on the list is bone broth. Number six is seaweed. Seven is egg yolks, specifically the yolks. Number eight is fermented foods like beet kvass and kimchi and sauerkraut. And number nine is prebiotic foods. We have covered lots of different foods, and I don't expect you to go and put all of this into practice in one go. But what is one thing that you could get started with? 
Maybe you go buy some beet kvass and try that out. Or you could get some dulse flakes and sprinkle those over your lunches and dinners. Just gradually incorporating these things because making slow, steady, gradual changes is what helps you heal in a sustainable way. And as always, remember, we are bio-individual beings. All of our needs are different. Listen to your body and do what's right for you. If you have any questions, please reach out to me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And I hope you have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the High Vibe and Healthy podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to chat with me about how we can work together to reach your health goals, head to frandargaville.com. To connect with me day to day, Instagram is the place to be. Follow me via my handle at frandargaville. And finally, please note that the materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not considered to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis or treatment.